prologue. That year, 1944, everybody came, the believers, the atheists, the orthodox, the agnostics, women of all descriptions and of every background. We were about 700 women jammed into one long barracks. We were all there remembering our homes and families on this Yom Kippur, the one holiday that had been observed even in the most assimilated homes. We had asked for and received one candle and one sidur from the kapos. Someone lit the candle and a hush fell over the barracks. I can still see the scene. The woman sitting with the lit candles, starting to read Kol Nidre, the opening prayer of Yom Kippur. The couples gave us only ten minutes while they guarded the two entrances to the barracks to watch out for SS guards who might come around unexpectedly. Practicing Judaism or celebrating any Jewish holiday was forbidden in the Auschwitz-Birkenau death camp. The Nazis knew it would give solace to the prisoners. But this particular year, some of the older women had asked two couples for permission to do something for the eve of Yom Kippur. Most of the couples were brutalized and brutal people, but a few of them remained truly kind. We knew this particular two were approachable. One of the kind couples was a tall, blonde, Polish woman, non-Jewish. The other one was a petite, red-headed young Jewish woman from Slovakia. When they had heard that we wanted to do something for Kornidre, the red-headed couple was simply amazed that anyone still wanted to pray in the hellhole of Birkenau. You crazy Hungarian Jews, she exclaimed. You still believe in this? You still want to do this and hear? Well, incredibly, we did. In this place where we felt that instead of asking forgiveness from God, God should be asking forgiveness from us. We all wanted to gather around the woman with the lit candle and sidur. She began to recite the Kornidre very slowly so that we could repeat the words if we wanted to. But we didn't. Instead, all of the women burst out in a cry, in unison. Our prayer was the sound of this incredible cry of hundreds of women. I have never heard before or since then such a heart-rending sound. Something was happening to us. It was as if our hearts were bursting. Even though no one really believed the prayer would change our situation, that God would suddenly intervene, we weren't that naive. The opportunity to cry out and remember together reminded us of our former lives, alleviating our utter misery even for the shortest while, in some inexplicable way. It seemed to give us comfort. Even today, many decades later, every time I go to Kornidre's services, I can't shake the memory of that sound. This is the Kornidre I always remember. <laughs> 